You're listening to Beyond Infinity, your weekly dose of science and technology, presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. Welcome to another edition of Beyond Infinity with Piers Cunningham and John Young. So, John, you've been following cryptos pretty closely for several years now. You're an early investor in Bitcoin. You actually encouraged me to get into it, but controversially at a, a very high price, which is yet to be <laughs> yet to be repeated. Uh, I think I managed to pick the uh, almost the all-time high for that cryptocurrency, but it is coming back now that PayPal is endorsing the crypto and other cryptos, I believe, for for payments, for online payments and for services and the like. And that would be a huge boost to the usability and the uh, and the ability to sort of access Bitcoin or cryptos for, for almost any payment you can imagine where PayPal's used, which is which is very extensive. Yeah, yeah. I think it was late 2017 when I when I got you into it. Um, <laughs> and, and I'd already had been investing in, you know, bits and pieces. And it was on that sort of meteoric rise. And I was like, this is amazing. And then it was, I think it was about December or something. And it just crashed. It was... I think it was somewhere in the in Australian dollar terms. I think it was around the twenty four thousand Australian dollars per Bitcoin or twenty five thousand thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. And it just dropped away. And then again, everyone said, "Oh, Bitcoin's over. It's done. It's done." And we got to around two thousand and eighteen, and I think it was around. It got to a low of around four thousand or five thousand dollars Australian. So it was a massive drop off, and mm. um, that was probably a lot of people, you know, getting out um, or you know selling off their Bitcoin and making their money from it. And it, you know, it went quiet. I think people kind of forgot about it in the background. Not, not the tech community, but you know, majority of people ignored it. And and then it started its its run again. And it's kind of been up and down, up and down. And what we're going through at the moment is a bit of a bull run. I did notice a little while ago, back in early or mid July, it sort of started that little upwards trend, and it was a bit over the fifteen thousand Australian dollar mark. And then only recently in September, I think it was, PayPal announced that they were going to integrate Bitcoin into their system. So PayPal, you know, one of the biggest digital payment systems available. It's a way of being able to send money around the world and move between currencies quite easily. And so most of the purchases I do do these days happens to be via the PayPal system because of the, the backing that you get. It's, you know, pretty easy to deal with. Uh, I'm not talking from you know receiving money top of you. I'm talking from you know paying uh, somebody else, buying mm. uh, side of things, and mm. it's been pretty seamless. And I've, when I, whenever I've had an issue in the past, I think I've had two or three issues. Uh, PayPal have been very helpful, very responsive. You know whether it be refund the money or, or get the seller to um, assist. So that's been really good. And and what they announced was the integration of Bitcoin, so that you could buy, hold and sell Bitcoin through their system. So much like you would add your credit card onto PayPal to connect up with it, you could then add your Bitcoin account into there so you could hold and and buy and sell. And also obviously transfer in between these currencies as well. And so by doing this, at the moment, this is only available in the US. So it's not a full global rollout. I think there's a waiting list to be able to get onto it, but it's just in the last few days, it's now been open right up. So all US customers will be able to purchase cryptocurrency directly within their PayPal accounts. And if they haven't been notified yet, they should get push notification or an email or, or some sort of notification on their phone to let them know what's going on. 
what it means is it brings this really to to the general person that that has heard of Bitcoin but hasn't known how to buy or hold or sell because it, it it's not difficult but it's not easy as well and and I think you found that when we were talking about buying the Bitcoin even though we talked about it enough there was still the how do you set up a wallet where do you actually buy it and who do you trust because you know years and years ago there was the Mt Gox collapse previous contributor of the, the show, Paul Waddy, had invested some money at Mount Gox and then mm. that fell over and he lost that. And so there's, I think there's some hesitance from people because they don't understand the technology. But when you've got a name like PayPal backing it, then you can be a lot more confident that it's going to be stored securely. And obviously, when I say stored securely, you need to have your own security features on there, whether that be two-factor authentication, strong password, or any other options that, that are available to you. And so by doing this, that means that I think what we'll see is more people interested in buying Bitcoin, and I suspect that's partly why the price has been on the rise. So in the last month, the price has gone from around 16000 Australian dollars up to around 22400 Australian dollars right now. Gosh, so I'm almost at break even, I think, because I think yeah. I bought it 20,000 US. That'll be something for me to keep an eye on. But uh, fortunately, I don't have a lot of money embedded in Bitcoin. But it's interesting what you're saying that that uh, there's 26 million merchants worldwide who are connected up with with PayPal. Those merchants are now going to effectively accept Bitcoin through that service, through the PayPal service. Another reason why this all seems to be sort of heading in the right direction for Bitcoin and the price of Bitcoin per unit is that I think it's something like one in 10 central banks, this is according to uh, PayPal, to their website, one in 10 central banks representing approximately one fifth of the world's population expect to issue their own digital currencies within the next three years. So this was something that I was I was wanting to ask you is, so PayPal is embracing Bitcoin, are they embracing are any other existing cryptos at this stage? I think at this stage, it's just Bitcoin. But I believe, you know, in future, if this is something that works well for them, because they're making mm. money through transactions. So sure. I think it's about 2.3% for transactions below 100, about 2% between 100 and 200. And then I think it goes down to about 1.5% for things over $1,000. So, you know, if they can see if it's generating enough money for them through transactions. I don't necessarily see why they wouldn't include it, but at the moment, Bitcoin is by far the leader with, with these cryptos. So it's probably more a let's wait and see. It's probably on their radar, but they need to um, you know get this over the line with the usage and make sure make sure it's not abused, make sure it's used properly. Because I think, you know, it's not like you have to buy Bitcoin to then sell Bitcoin you know, buy Bitcoin, hold it to then make purchases online. It's much like if you do um, some kind of international transaction. So if I buy something in US dollars, PayPal just automatically calculates what the equivalent is in Australian dollars and then charges that to my account. It's not always a great transaction amount. They obviously have their fees factored into that and they're making a little bit of money off that. But what it means is if you go to a website that's saying, you know, buy with PayPal and it's offering in Australian dollars, but you have Bitcoin in your wallet because you're holding it, well, it, it potentially can just draw down off that and do the conversion via the PayPal system. And so well, that's where well, it's going to be helpful. 
Yeah, indeed, and, and that's and that's the, the one of the big advantages of, of of Bitcoin and other cryptos is that it's it's essentially an international currency. So you're not having that. It's like if you buy something with your credit card, you know, and it's and it's I would say you're overseas. You pay something with your credit card, you wind up at the mercy of the the bank that that represents the merchant who you've you've purchased something from uh, overseas, and then them talking to your bank to get the to get the Australian currency and then convert it at whatever rate they they deem appropriate, and and sometimes. They'll wait until there's a favourable time in the exchange rate to cost you more and to benefit them most. Uh, there's all mm. sorts of vagaries involved with foreign exchanges and credit cards. So to go through PayPal, which is a secure payment system. You do pay a fee for it, but at least it's a, a known fee. It doesn't vary according to uh, timing and exchange rates. And and also you're not having any variation in conversion rates. So, so that is a huge advantage of using a crypto like Bitcoin especially for, for purchasing things overseas. And I just wanted to have an addendum to what I was saying before. I just, looking a bit more online, PayPal plans to support not only Bitcoin, but also Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash and Litecoin at first. So that's, that's yeah. they will do multiple to start. Uh, I guess they're more the majors. And then I imagine, yeah, it will it will grow out from there. Yeah, and it's interesting. PayPal is owned by eBay and it was sold to eBay by Elon Musk and a few other tech entrepreneurs way back, I think it was in the early 2000s, and that was actually one of the sort of seed, gave Elon Musk, for example, the seed capital that he's leveraged into Tesla and SpaceX and various other ventures that he's involved in. So a great thing to have sorted it out. And also PayPal has continued to be a big player in the digital space, even right till now. It's been going for more than 20 years has 300 million consumers and merchants in more than 200 markets as part of its network. So it wasn't a flash in the pan thing. It's something that was enduring for that fee that you pay does give you quite a bit of peace of mind, both for merchants and for buyers and for the users of e-commerce services that their transactions are secure. Thanks for listening. We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPPFM on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.